Welcome back to Articulate. I'm your host, Steve McJones, and this week we have one Marty Marty on to talk about hangovers and anxiety. Uh, Josh Martyr is a local Philly comic. I actually met him at the Friendly Lounge, which is a bar you can smoke inside of near Center City, Philadelphia, and also used to be a place for uh, mob and mafia hangout. Uh, so in that sense, uh, Josh is a friendly character as he is ominous and looming. Not really, but he does have some dark humor. So, you know, Josh, you're a very, very sweet guy. I just, you know, play it around here. And honestly, after this conversation, um, I did realize a lot about how self-aware you are and intelligent and you are really articulate. So uh, I was glad to sit down and have this conversation with you. And it is something that I do relate to a lot, as I'm sure most people do with, you know, nowadays with anxiety. So I'm um, excited to get this one out there. Uh, thanks again for coming out here, Josh, and I hope you all enjoy <laughs> just the dresser yeah, I think with the, fucking tongues uh, yeah, and yeah, floss things like, you need any uh, floss strips or anything? <laughs> like, well if you need to floss yeah. mid, mid podcast yeah if I if you get into a real sad story I have a tissue here for you <laughs> something like that yeah that would be good actually there you go Yeah. damn maybe a real desk with like real yeah. <laughs> with like you know drawers and well, shit and then pull out little gifts it would be pretty episode. funny yeah you are you have like props lined up for somebody yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, Marty. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, Josh Martyr, thanks for uh, coming out, dude. What about camera? What about yeah, the, we can look up at hello? the camera. Yeah. I mean, I prefer just look at me. There right? you go. We're, I'll we're do having it. a conversation. I'm dude. a fan. That's all good. <laughs> um, but thanks for coming out. What, dude, are, we, uh, what are we talking about? Thanks what, for having me. What are we talking I'm about? I'm pumped. Here? I think we're doing uh, anxiety, right? And hangovers, apparently. Anxiety. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we did talk about it last night, which is perfect because my. Memory is a little faded. <laughs> because I am hungover. I, I'm a pro, okay? I'm a professional. I was like, if we're going to be talking about hangovers, I should come <laughs> with a hangover. Damn. So I, you know, I came prepared. I didn't even think about it. Yes. That, I did. I did. Don't worry. I, that's what I, the brain's the operation today. I'm okay. leading it. Yeah. I was yeah. like, I'm going to come with a hangover, fully prepared. <laughs> As much anxiety as possible. I crushed a cold brew before coming. So. Yeah, I got a fight tonight. I'm yeah. pretty anxious oh, about God that. Damn, I've been trying not to even think about the fight, dude. One thing at a time. Like, I got to kill it on Steve's podcast. Yeah. Then I'm going to worry. Then I'm going to take a nap, and then I'll worry about the fight. Okay. I got to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but I'm so, nervous about the fight, too. Yeah, don't even, yeah we're not there yet. We're yeah. just being the podcast, podcast. for now. Yeah. Uh, so, so are we, is it focusing more on anxiety and hang, like hangovers, like adding to that? I think like, we can go with both of it because I think they both play a part, obviously. Like, I think that, you know, the reason why a lot of people drink is to help kind of suppress that anxiety of like social situations yeah. and it's like everyday life. You know, you're like, all right. Let's have a couple of drinks, calm down. Definitely. Then you have a couple more, a couple more. And then all that anxiety that you're basically displacing has to come back up. Oh, so, yeah. you know, so that's so it's what, like the next morning. See, that's the biggest thing for me. Hangover wise, it isn't like headaches or stomach aches or things like that. It's just the crippling anxiety. Crippling is that it's just the word. It's like, what did I say something dumb last night? <laughs> did I piss somebody off? Like, yeah. And also, like, when I drink, I don't really remember too many. Like, once I'm feeling it, having a good time, it's like, all right, then I can really just let loose and do whatever. But right. then I don't really remember too much. I don't retain anything. So it's a lot of, like, having to ask people, it's like, oh, was I fucked up last night? Like, even last night we were hanging out. Yeah. And, like, I remember being at Fergie. Like, I had the show, and then I went to Fergie's after. And then I woke up this morning, I was like, oh, was I too loud? Was I, like, 
Well, like, I didn't even do a set there. I just came to hang out. But yeah. I was like, was I being boisterous and, like, you know, like, yeah. fucking up other comic stuff? Well, it's stuff. funny. So it's I like, was talking about this with somebody. It's like, he, he came straight from a podcast. And he's like, damn, I thought I bombed that podcast. I'm like, you could bomb a podcast? He's like, bro, you could bomb anything. Yeah. You could bomb life. Yeah. You could bomb a conversation. You the worst right is bombing now. the hang after. Yeah. Oh, my God. You bomb a hang, bro. I had the thing that I always do is, like, uh, whenever I, like, I'm hanging out with comics. And I fucking love hanging out with comics. Like, it's always... The shit, but the worst is when you try to like riff or do a joke or something and oh, it doesn't yeah. work amongst comics. Oh, yeah, it's the and it's worst, just silence. Oh, uh, my cop out is always, I'm like, all right, I'll work on that one. Yeah. I'll work on that. Oh, it's so lame. No, <laughs> I, no, dude, it's especially when you're new, dude. Like, yeah. I, my, I must have been like, like three or four months in and I was at Raven mm. and we were all standing in a circle and I'm, you know, the new, new guy or whatever. Yeah. And like James comes out and is look he looks like he's hungover or whatever, and they all start like riffing that he looks like a drunk dad or something like that. <laughs> and I throw something out there about like a fucking glow stick. I don't know. I was thinking he was like the type of drunk dad that went out. They were doing a whole. Anyways, <laughs> dude, I like I was like a completely You're thinking, like, fun drunk dad. I was thinking fun like, drunk dad, but like, then but I like said dad. something, and like Courtney Courtney was like. Yo, why why would you say that? Oh, dude, he like said it was like it was like oh, real tense. He's like, why would oh, you say that? And that like, would lay me up. But he's like, why was why was that funny? And I'm like, what? Well, I just thought it, break it down for me. I'm like, I, you just start sweating, <laughs> oh, dude. dude. And you're like, I'm gonna kill myself. Yeah, that's, that's what the, dude. That's the type of thing that like you'll remember in the shower three weeks later and just be like, what the f- oh, oh no no yeah. no, 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 no. <laughs> no I remember that for the entire. What do you mean <laughs> forget three, it and yeah. remember it later? I was thinking about it the entire time. Like, it's still in my head. Yeah yeah no definitely. The biggest thing though is like. Like even if you bomb, just being able to come back. I think people have respect for that, you know, like you True. bomb, you know, Mike's conversations, hanging out, whatever. Yeah. The fact that as long as you, that's what I always, at least I tell myself is like, it's like I come back. Yeah, well, that's, I mean, and that's, I feel like that's, that's going to be weird to say, but it's like, that's a part of life, you know yeah. what I mean? It's like, it's kind of getting back. Nobody bats a hundred, you know? Yeah, and the other thing is, like, you got to remember, you're going to think about it way more than anybody, anybody else is going to think about that, it. That's, it's like, yeah, you can fuck up. People say weird shit all the time. It's usually, it's like, all right, well, they said something weird, you know, and kind of move on from that, yeah. you know, as long as they're still good vibes. That's what I always try to remind myself, like, nobody cares but me yeah. you know like i'm like i'm stressed out about if i was too loud last night right you know it's a mic right yeah. there's gonna be more mic. like next yeah. week there's gonna be mic. no one's gonna remember that mic, yeah you know? like well that's the other thing too that helps me a lot is like realizing how long life actually is you know what i mean yeah where it's just like when i when i bomb at, at a mic or like again like hanging out with people or, or something like that it's like I'm going to see them every day for the inf- indefinitely. Yeah. You know, of course, we're all going to stop at some point, right? Yeah. But for right now, it's indefinite how long we're going to be going in, out. In a nice. year or a month or a week, no one's exactly, going to remember. No exactly, exactly. Well, and so, yeah, like, um, let's get into, like, your your the, like your background with it a little bit. Oh, yeah. So did you always, like, I, I feel like, you know, mental issues didn't even become prevalent for me until, like, puberty. You know what I mean? Yeah, I've always been, like, a like a worry wart, I guess, is that, like, ever since I was a kid, always worried about every little thing, but I never, like, thought it was anxiety until I was, like, 19, and I had a buddy that was like, yo, you know you have anxiety, right? And I was like, what? Damn. Like, I never even thought he about that. It out yeah, to I just, like, I, like, uh, That's great. I just, like, was always a worrier, and, uh, I think it, like, comes from, like, my dad's side of the family, like, all of them are worriers and stuff. Damn, bro. So, In yeah. a way, it sounds like you're saying warrior. Warrior? Yeah. <laughs> He's like, dude, we were the fucking I am warriors. Warrior, we were fucking, dude, I got that dog like in me. Yeah. Yeah. 
No. The dog that's afraid of yeah, most other yeah, dogs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got that broken dog in me that's scared of lightning. Yeah. 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 Whimpers and fucking <laughs> knock on the door. Yeah, you yeah. can't leave him alone. He'll yeah. tear up your house. <laughs> no, yeah. Um, yeah, worry, worrier. Yeah, yeah, no, it should be. Like, you come from a long line of worriers? Oh, yeah, definitely. But mostly, like, on my dad's side, i say. But, yeah, they're all, like, people that are just kind of crazy in their head a little bit. Yeah. And I'm definitely, like, a bit of that, like, in my head sort of thing. But I worry about everything you know mm-hmm. and then when i'm not worrying i'm worried that i'm not worrying about something you know yeah, so, <laughs> yeah that's a bad yeah that's a i bad mean loop. like yeah then you're just like i should be worrying about something you know i should be on my toes about it but like honestly like stand-ups kind of helped a lot really just by i would say it's just like because like, you know it's such like a big hurdle like once you finally start like it's just so scary and then once you start doing it you're like all right i can do this mm. you know and then you look at other things well did you get any compared. of those so that was when you're 19 when your friend like oh yeah that out. did you get any like did you try to like seek any help or like figure it out on your own at all well at that point i was like i lost a bunch of weight i wasn't even like eating or sleeping i was like really worried wow. yeah like i was like yeah it got like real bad and then i uh yeah like lost a ton of weight and like basically my friend was like yo you know, my girlfriend has anxiety. I think that's what you have. I'm like, what? Anxiety? That's a girl thing. <laughs> but I was like, yeah, okay. And then I yeah. went home. And is then, it hold- <laughs> Yo, guys, this is a gay to be scared yeah, of the yeah, future sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You guys are... <laughs> is it scared yeah. to worry about yeah. looking good sometimes? Yeah. Yo, when you guys get sweaty before a party, is that gay? Yeah. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> Yeah. But no, I was like, I was just like kind of losing my head a little bit. I was just so nervous and anxious to the point where, and when I get like nervous, like some people get nervous and they like, they eat, you know, or they can do other things. I just shut down. Like I can't eat or anything. So like, I was like, watch TV or would you just sit there? I, I nap a lot, do a lot of like naps and stuff like that. And then like, obviously at the same time, I was like kind of partying pretty hard. So I was like doing other shit too. But like, and I honestly though, like taking walks, like is a great thing for anxiety trying to do the deep breathing as lame as it is and stuff that shit kind of works mm. and then like but taking walks and trying to get your head out of, get out of your own head is the best thing oh dude it's like yeah it's yeah. immense because so i like my background with anxiety is like it's probably pretty similar like i didn't know i had it all throughout high school but i for sure did. yeah uh definitely started but was, again for me it was like puberty and i started getting like acne and i was like oh i can't let anybody just ever see me ever again yeah you know what I mean? oh damn <laughs> yeah and and so then like uh, you know, after that, I, you know, you got to work through high school or whatever, whatever, and kind of go to the dermatologist, you clear it up a little bit, you know, and yeah. kind of, like, feel a little confident. No, like, as a kid, I was always, like, a very outgoing person. I've always tried to be, yeah. like, a very funny person. Like, mm-hmm. I think that's definitely the crutch I use to make people like me and, like, get ingratiated with people. And so that's, that's always worked. I've always loved being, like, the funny guy. Right. But then as you get older, you know, it's like, you well, especially start getting in college, more anxious so about was that you're, like, were you 19 when you were a freshman when you figured that out? I was a sophomore at that time. Sophomore, yeah. Oh, okay. Like, I was always an anxious person like in college but like you know with college and everything it's like all my buddies that i was friends with everyone was kind of partying pretty hard and there was just shit that was happening and stuff and, like my one buddy died and then like it was like so there's kind of like a lot of stuff going on and like yeah. shit like that and um and yeah it just i think like the weight of all that stuff like kind of made me more anxious to the point and also just built like, up yeah and yeah, just really built it up yeah and, like, i remember i had like a bad acid trip that was like pretty, yeah. Dude, that's I think really yeah, where it sends you over yeah, the edge. That was dude. one that like really kind of. When you're in college with these people that you spot. barely know, you yeah. know what I mean? Well, we were, at the time, we were living on the top floor of this building. It was like the ninth floor. Mm. And you jumped out of it off of acid. No, the guy <laughs> that lived in like, apparently the guy that lived 
in the building like two years before us one of them jumped out and like killed himself Jeez. so we were doing acid and it was like winter time so it was like and it was in cleveland it was like super cold yeah and we were up there in the ninth floor and for some reason i was starting to like bug out a little bit so i'm like all right i'm gonna go into my room and just try to chill and then i was in the room and i remember that this is the room that the guy killed himself in and so like i had my hand on my bed. Terrible thing to remember right at that exact moment. I had my hand on my bedpost and I convinced myself that if I were to let go of the bedpost, my body would be sucked out of the window and I would fall. So for like two hours, which on acid time is a lifetime, (laughs) I literally couldn't remove my hand from the bedpost. And I was just like thinking and thinking about like, and obviously, like like I said, like my friend had died earlier, and so like there was kind of a little bit of death in the air already. Right. And then she's just like thinking about that and mortality and all this sort of stuff, and it's like really tripped me out. Yeah, in a great way. Well, so and and I want to come back to this because this is kind of later in my experience with um, with anxiety. But at some point, there was a, a a period where I was like, I was I got high and I was just having like almost a panic attack. Yeah, just by myself in my own house. And I was like, yo, what? Like, I'm here. Like, I'm by myself in my house. There's no reason for me to be freaking the fuck out right now. And so what I did was I started, like, tracing it back. It's like, all right, I'm nervous about this because of this, or I'm not doing this because of this. And a lot of the times, I think a lot of people, a big source of anxiety is the fear of death. Yes. It's like the fear of dying. Because you think about it, we're, we're the only animals, allegedly, like, I don't know how other animals think, but, like, we're, like, the only animals, right, that are aware of our own mortality. Yeah. So that's like a large burden that we have. Like, have you ever read the Don DeLillo book, uh, White Noise? I have not, actually. Oh, it's a great book. But um, essentially, it's like, yeah, the main protagonist is obsessed with the idea of death and everything. And it, same with his wife and stuff. And so they're both... And they're actually making a movie uh, with, uh, fuck, the guy... Married to Greta Gerwig, Gerwig. I forget his name, but... Mm-hmm. Noah Baumbach. He's mm-hmm. making a movie right now about it. But uh, great book. Very funny. But it is like a kind of a study on these characters that are obsessed with their own mortality and what they yeah. do to escape it yeah so and i mean what is but what do they learn from that is it like about the anxiety of knowing that no it's kind of about like just yeah it's well so there's like this like medication that the wife starts taking to like essentially help her not think about mortality and then the guy that's supplying her with the medication she's also having an affair with and so it's yeah i don't want to it gets a little complicated it is yeah, yeah, but yeah. It's, it's super funny and there's also like this nuclear fallout that happens and like the thing so that makes everybody think that they're dying yeah. and stuff so i don't know it's pretty cool it's a good book i haven't read in a little bit but uh yeah, it's a good one to go back to. For sure. Yeah, I usually just read books that in, induce anxiety. You know what I mean? Any Kafka books, you know? Yeah. But no, that, that was, it was good what you were saying um, about... Mortality. Anxi- well, experiencing anxiety. Because one thing I want to say with anxiety is, as much as I hate it and it is, like, terrible, it definitely helps me to get shit done. Wow. To do things, you yeah. know? Like, when you're saying you get stoned... And then you're like, all right, what is it that's making me anxious, right? What is yeah. it? It forces you to kind of look at this and sort of like process your own shit, right. right? You're like, all right, I maybe didn't even know that I was anxious about these things. Subconsciously, I was anxious about it. But now that I'm realizing it, let me make a game plan. Let me put pen to paper and be like, all right, maybe I feel like I'm not achieving what I could be doing. And then you like, you know, start making to-do lists and stuff like that. So like, yeah. while it sucks 
and stuff, at least it kind of uncovers some of the things that you didn't even know you were worried yeah, about. Exactly, yeah, exactly, exactly. So that's kind of, um, I guess to bring it back, right? So first time I had a bad acid trip freshman year as mm-hmm. well. And that year, it was my freshman year, I didn't have a lot of friends, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I was just like smoking weed pretty much every night, just chilling and watching TV. Yeah. And I would start like having these like heart palpitations <laughs> because I was just like, what the fuck like, is happening? And that's what I wanted to also bring up because you're talking about like breathing and like getting out of your head definitely does help. So I would go on a walk um, out to an area where I would smoke, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I'd be out of my room at For least. Sure. Um, but also, you know, I did start doing like one time I just looked up like like hypnosis or meditation exercise on YouTube or something. Mm-hmm. And this guy just puts out like four hour videos of him just talking to you, like, very relaxed, like, with a very relaxing, deep British voice, too. Oh, my God, it's beautiful. But, no, but he, he, but he like, calms you down. He's, like, just, like, I breathe like this and, like... And now you have a British kink? Yeah, now I have a British <laughs> yeah, kink. Like, I, true. I can't get off unless I have to yeah. invite a girl over, like, babe, if you don't mind, i got to throw on this four-hour video. <laughs> yeah. It's not going to happen for me unless so, we're listening. Seriously, this dude, that's just... <laughs> Can you just, she turn into a deep British man? Michael Seeley yeah. is his name. Yeah, do you mind doing the Seeley voice? The Seeley voice. I'm not doing the Seeley voice. Not again. What, dude, yeah. If you found somebody that did it really well, though. And you think it would work? I think it would work. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, like, it, and there was, so I did kind of get into meditation through that. But like yeah. you said, it's like really just like anything to kind of distract your brain from just being like, what the fuck, what the fuck, what the fuck? You yeah, know? no, for sure. I, I got into meditation. I tried everything. I read that Dale Carnegie book, like How to Stop Worrying. Hmm. I tried so much stuff. Basically, like, when I was at my lowest with anxiety, I couldn't eat. And, like, so I stopped eating altogether. Mm. And after, like, when I came back to Cleveland, my family, like, because I, I was, like, living in Cleveland full time. So I came home to visit for, like, the holidays. Yeah. And I was so skinny, they basically took me right to a doctor. Wow. And, like, I was at the doctor's office, and I was clearly, the whole thing was around anxiety. But the doctor, who's also just an idiot, <laughs> was, like, had no idea what was wrong. He's like... Well, whenever we see sudden weight loss, the first thing we think about is AIDS. And I was like, what the Jesus fuck? Why would you tell me this? Christ. So I had to take, like, an HIV test. They did, like, a full <laughs> blood thing. And, like, all right, we'll get the results in three days. Yeah, you got I already had, AIDS. Yeah, I already have enough shit. shit so I know, dude. I already knew anxiety was a gay disease. And then I was like, <laughs> yeah. I'm getting HIV test. Which, also, to a person that is so anxious they can't eat or sleep, Telling them that they might have HIV is not gonna help. Just the worst. It's yeah. actually one of the worst. I'd rather cancer. You know, like yeah. I saw the movie Rent way too young. I, <laughs> I saw what HIV does. I've always been terrified of it. Yeah. But um. Yeah. No. So I was just like, the doctor's an idiot. Yeah, the doctor's an idiot. And then I was like trying to tell him like, no, it was anxiety and partying. Like it's just you know I had to get my head together. So I like did. Luckily, it was like three weeks. I was at my parents' place and. Didn't eat solid food the whole time. I had to, like, basically, I was, like, on a milkshake diet. I had to do these, like, protein. It was, like, peanut butter, banana, milkshakes. And I drank four of them Kinda a day. Kind of slept on, bro. Like, to, like yeah, it's, you know, it's, it's, yeah. just, it's not a solid food, but those things are so Oh, good. it was great. It was Thanks. literally, like, while I'd be there with, like, my family, they'd be eating dinner and stuff, and I would have a milkshake. <laughs> that I couldn't put solid food down. If wow. I put it down, it would just come right back up. Wow. Yeah, so I had to basically start putting that to like get my weight because at my lowest i was six foot and 109 pounds Ooh, yeah man. very skinny yeah and then i like but like once i started with the milkshakes i immediately put the weight started putting weight back on well, that's good and then i think by the time i went back to cleveland i was about like a buck 25 or so, so. okay yeah get so you're getting, getting back up there so yeah. i mean at that point that was probably a big like 
I went to the doctor for this shit. You know what I mean? That like, was the I, first time I also went to therapy. Like I'd never been so to they, therapy. They did that. put so, you. Yeah, therapy, they put yeah. me into therapy. Like they were like emergency session. Started meeting with therapists and like I've been. So I go in and out of therapy. Like I'm not doing it now. When but, you need it, you know. Yeah, what I mean? it's like I'll fall. Sure. I'll go back into it and stuff. But like, yeah. Like I do think therapy is a good thing. I think that I've just never really had much success with it. Oh. Uh, you know? Yeah, I mean, it, 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 I mean, there's just so much that is dependent on, like, with therapy, there's, like, it's the person, like, if they're, like, inclined in, you know, if they know what, it, like, your specific problem is, if they're inclined yeah. to that, and, like, kind of, uh, some, because some therapists are just better at, like, relationship problems, some therapists are better at anxiety, exactly. you know, there's, like, a lot of different Well, the things. thing is, too, I'm so in my head, even when talking to a therapist, I'm not good at opening up about my because then I'm like they're gonna judge me yeah. you know like I don't, I don't want to tell them so I found myself lying to therapists or just wow. well not really lying but like not really being they're like what's wrong I'm like oh nothing I'm all good wow. and then I have to pay them 80 bucks for that session where I'm just like ah, everything's good when it's not it's you not know? yeah and then ironically I'm here talking into a microphone I'm like yeah I don't really open up about <laughs> stuff uh, I don't like to talk about myself well but, it's easier sometimes to talk with friends yeah. but sometimes it's easier to talk with strangers honestly it's easier to just make a joke out of everything yeah. you know yeah, and you're that's like true. that's I think another thing it's like you can hide behind you can hide so much stuff behind jokes mm-hmm. you know nobody people People like the funny guy. Yeah, and that's where you, like, that kind of relieves the anxiety a little it bit. It is. Because yeah. people are just like, like well, that was a joke. Make a joke good... about it. Yeah. yeah. Like, where you say something that's a little too heavy, it's like, ah, make a joke. <laughs> that's yeah. not true. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, no, <laughs> it's, uh, but, 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 you know, kind of uh, another thing that, that helped me a lot, like, when I was in the throes of it, like, right after COVID, dude, like, after mm. COVID hit, like, I, I literally started running in the morning. I don't, like, run far, right? Yeah. But it's almost like walking a dog in the morning. You know what I mean? Like, getting out of the house just for a little bit. Oh, for sure. You know, see, get a little sunshine or yeah. something on you in the morning. Well, my big thing, I love going to the gym. And oh, as, right. like, I'm not, like, a gym bro. Like, I always, like, kind of, like, was like, I'm not going to go to the gym. But honestly, and I do very light workouts, like, 45 minutes of cardio. Yeah. But just to, I love just having my shirt drenched in sweat, just I think about, like, literally, like, sweating out demons, you know? Really? Just getting your mind off shit. Especially, oh, my God, like, if I'm doing a show or even a mic mm-hmm. that I'm nervous about, I love going to the gym beforehand. Yeah. If I can get a nap and then gym before a show or something, mm-hmm. then I feel good. I feel like it's a great way to reset your brain a little bit. Yeah. And also, like, I like to, like, listen back to my steps before I go to the gym or, like, kind of, like, review some of my notes, go to the gym, and then that's when I really think of the new tags or new ways to do jokes is right. when it's kind of in the back of your head. Yeah. And then you're just sweating, not really thinking about anything. And it's like, oh, wait, actually, I could do this, this, this. Or I can make this one transition to this one better if I, you know. Mm-hmm. So, like, th- small things like that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so this is what I want to ask. Like, so remember, I, I kind of trace my anxiety back a lot, right? Mm-hmm. And it was like... Uh, at some point, I literally started, like, just opened up a notes app and started, like, texting myself. Yeah. I was like, well, I need to just, like, talk myself through it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And at some point, it was, like, the mortality thing, but it was, like, also the fact that I felt like I wasn't being productive enough or, like, yeah. I wasn't doing enough with... I was just sitting around getting high, and that's one of the reasons why I was anxious. Yeah. So, I'm curious, do you... Did you find... Um, did you trace it back any more for yourself and, like, what the root of your anxieties were from? Yeah, I think a lot of mine were had to do a little bit with that potential thing. Um, but that's why I said I think doing stand-up helped. Because, I, like I said, I always wanted or strove to be, like, that funny guy. I wanted... Mm. That's where I got attention and how like, many people like me. And you always wanted to Always do wanted to do that. Ever since I was a kid. Always. So, like, I kind of knew in my head I always wanted to try stand-up. Yeah. And I... Like, I just, I'm a year in now, and so I started doing it when I was, like, 27, 28, yeah. which was a long time, like, 
I should have, I wish I started earlier, but like, I kind of knew I always wanted to do that and I never did it. I think that caused a lot of anxiety, the idea that there were things that I wanted to do that I wasn't doing. Right. And I actively kind of like hit from that with, you know, just drinking and partying and stuff like that. And yeah. just kind of like, I was just unhappy. So honestly doing stand up was like, even if like just going to mics and meeting other people that like stand up and stuff like that, like I don't want to be famous or any of that kind of shit. I just want to write jokes and make people that make other comics laugh. People that I respect laugh. I like that. So yeah, honestly, that's helped a lot. Mm -hmm. Just and also Actually like when you following through with those yeah, thoughts. When yeah. you do something that you're also terrified of, and you do it, not only is that an accomplishment, but it makes other things in life seem more obtainable like mm. i'm not gonna get nervous about going to this party when <laughs> i fucking went up on helium stage in front of 100 people yeah. and did you know it's like yeah why would i get nervous about that like i would right. get nervous about so it's like it puts a lot of other things in perspective has made life you know a little bit easier but what i guess mortality was something like when i was really nervous that was like a lot of that was around mortality like okay. when i was 19 well, when I was 18, my buddy who died, he actually like, killed himself. Yeah. And uh, I remember when that happened, I was like, that idea, because, you know, it's like when you first, when somebody close to you kills was... yourself, they're like, oh, shit, that can actually happen. Right. That is something that you can well, do. Well, like before then, right, the idea of death is like, it's easy to just be like, oh, I want to fucking die. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's just like a concept. It's like, I just wish I was no longer around. Yeah. But when you think about the actual concept of like the physical death, you know what I mean? And yeah. like the mental process that you experience when you die. That shit becomes real when you know somebody like that. Exactly. You know? So, like, when that happened and, like, my buddy killed himself and then I was like, shit, now, then my biggest thing was that I would lose control of my body somehow and my and I would end up killing myself. Even if I didn't want to, I would, like, because, like, when I would get really anxious, then I would feel like I wasn't in control. And I was like, now my body can just take over and, like, jump in front of this train. Wow. So, like, I'd be on train platforms and i see the train coming and I'd have to, like, hold on to something because, like, my body might take over right now and just jump in front of it, wow. even though my brain doesn't want to. Yeah. Yeah, so. Like, so, yeah, I guess mortality was a big one. But now I see it's a lot more about just, like, kind of disappointing people, letting people down, feel like I'm just not a good person, stuff mm -hmm. like that. Like, yeah. so my brain is just always kind of like, you suck. And I'm like, I know. Well, I think, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I think that like, I mean, there's different stages in life where you have to tackle different topics like for that, sure. right? And yeah. when, like, that was a big thing for me is like when I, there was like a, a period last year where I did something to somebody that was close to me where I like hurt them, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, I did something mean and I did it on purpose, but you it broke was like, their arm. Yeah, I mean, I fucking, <laughs> no, I, uh, I hit their, their, their pressure point of that. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Um, no, but it was, it was literally like, I said something mean to them and it was like, damn, like if I can do that to somebody that I like love, like is my friend, you yeah. know what I mean? It's like, am I a good person? Like I literally, I like, I just let that emotion take over and just said some terrible things. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, I know. And so like a big part of anxiety is like, well, I thought I was a good person before that. You know what I mean? And it's like, if I am a good person, it's like, even good people can do like really, really shitty things. So it's mm -hmm. like, and I, I felt like I didn't have any control over it. You know what I mean? So it's like. The anxiety of like, all right, when am I going to be a bad person again? You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know when it's yeah. going to happen. <laughs> when you're going to hulk out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Seriously, though. Yeah, no, but I think that it's hard as well because it's not all black and white with good versus bad, right? You know, no one's that's a good true. person all the time. Oh, of course. You know? But again, that's like a realization you have to cope with. As a concept before, like, it's easy to just be like, oh, good people, bad people. Yeah, it's not black and white. But then when you actually experience something, again, where 
you consider yourself a good person, but you're like you realize that you did something bad. Yeah, it's like that causes a lot of. Well, I'm jealous. I've never considered myself a good person. <laughs> you got me beat there. Man. <laughs> I don't know, Marty. You give off good vibes. Oh man, I'm fooling all of you. <laughs> <laughs> it is funny. I, I was like, because like uh, like some people that I'm like closer to. Like, once you get to know me a little bit, I think people are like, oh, you're not a chill person. Mm-hmm. I try to act like I'm chill and cool, and I'm not, dude. I'm very in my head, very neurotic about things. I'll add you to the newsletter every morning where it's like, do you hate me? <laughs> a lot of people get those texts. <laughs> yeah. Or, uh, yeah, was I bad last night? <laughs> was I mean? Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, but I think, again, there is, like you were saying, that, like, it's... Anxiety sucks, and it can be crippling, right? Mm -hmm. But there is a point where it's, like, also self-awareness, you know what I mean? It's like, all right, well, at least I'm worried about being a weirdo and not worried about, like, I don't know, other things. I I know exactly what you're saying. Like, it would be worse if you were just not worried about it, right? Like, did I hurt other people? Like, fuck it, who cares? Yeah. You know, that would be be toxic. Right, toxic as fuck. So, So, like... You're you're trying to do the right thing, but to an extent that it's harming yourself in the process. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's maybe I'm just too good of a guy. You know? I, just, I care too much about what other people think. Yeah, that's really what it comes yeah, down to. I'm dude. a toxic good. You're toxic good, dude. Seriously, no, but but yeah, you gotta you gotta be able to work through that. And like, um, I think that's a part of like anxiety is accepting that it's a part of you. you yeah, know what I mean? it is something that'll never go away. Mm. And yeah, the biggest thing is just learning to live with it. I because like I said, I do think anxiety has made me more productive. Like, mm-hmm. and a part of the mor- mortality thing, I think I did have, like, a little bit of a fixation on, like, mortality and the fact that life is short. Like you said earlier, life is long. i more of the camp that life is short. Yeah. So that kind of pushes me to, if there's something that I want to do, it's like, I got to do it now. You yeah. know, I could get hit by a bus tomorrow. True. Like, stand-up is, like, when we're in COVID, it's like, all right, now or never. Mm-hmm. Let's fucking do it. Yeah. Right? And, like, other things, too. It's like, all right, if I want to, I don't know, if I want to go to Japan, right? Mm-hmm. All right. Let's fucking make this happen. What do I need? I need $5,000. All right, how do I start saving? How do, what yeah. can I stop spending money on? Like, just to make shit happen, right? Yeah. Or whatever it is, but. Yeah, and so you when might, you're in my races like now. that, you could put that energy yeah. towards There are those. other people that are like, I want to do this, I want to do that. And then they put it off. They're like, I'll get to it eventually. It's like, what the fuck are you putting off for? Yeah. Do it now. <laughs> like, try to. Yeah. Like, so, or people that are like, oh, I always wanted to try stand up. Then fucking do it. There's mics every night of the week. Literally. Just go do it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, and I mean, so for me in Ohio, it was hard to, like, I don't know, yeah, I could yeah. try to do it, but it's like, now I can move out to Philly, it's easy for me to do it. Yeah, like no, that. I know so what you mean, that's our situation. show my privilege a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> well, and so, yeah, but but, but uh, there are, like, um, there are situations where, like, I don't think life is long, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I get that it's no, short, no. but I'm also only 23, so it seems like I've got so much ahead of me. And it seems like everything behind me took forever. <laughs> it took so long to get where I am now, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. It was like, uh, yeah, uh, damn, you're 23. You're yeah, young, man. I know. God, yeah, your life is long for you. I'm yeah. <laughs> life is nearing the finish line. I could see the fucking the thing you run through. The yeah, strip. yeah, yeah, <laughs> the strip. Yeah, but uh, but no, I, I mean, it, 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 there's also uh, something to be said for anxiety. This is what I have been thinking a lot about recently. Is like, I, I think. It, it, anxiety is almost like this is what happened with me where I knew I was going to get laid off from my job um, and like the whole time I was like I thought you said I knew I was going to get laid I'm like hell yes I was like I wasn't I was like fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah 
No, but I knew I was going to get laid off, not laid on. But it would have been nice. Yeah. I just stole Norman's thing. Uh, we'll cut that. Yeah, cut, <laughs> geez, cut that, cut that, yeah, cut that. Cut that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it, it's the same way with, like, uh, there's anxiety and that's worry about the future, but it's almost the same way with depression, right? Where mm-hmm. you're, like, worried about the past or, like, kind of stuck in the past, right? So the thing about, like, depression is, like, you can feel it now and remember all these, like, remember all the memories that make you feel depressed and sad or whatever, but they've already, like, been factored into your personality, and what you're doing right now is just hurting yourself again from something that happened, you know what I mean? Yeah, but you also want to learn from it, too. You do want to learn from it, but don't you think you learn from it in the moment, you know what I mean? Enough to the point where, as long as you reflected on enough and you have tortured yourself enough, there's got to be a point. Oh, for sure, I think there's definitely a balance. You want to learn from it, Cause that's what, oh fuck, like who, I forget, I forget who's said it, but like, yeah, basically all accomplishes, like all of it kind of comes out of suffering, you know, like all the, the suffering is what makes you into the person you are. Yeah. So it's like, but, uh. Well, yeah, I know, I think I know the quote too. Yeah. It's like a, I botched it very hard. No, that's there. okay. But like, it's, it's a suffering. Marcel Proust, maybe? I don't know. Yeah. I'm not going to try to be a pseudo-intellectual. <laughs> yeah, we already botched a white noise. So yeah. <laughs> white noise phrase. Uh, people don't want to hear more of my half-assed things back of book covers that I've read. Uh, yeah, just the, the inside of the... the yeah, movie. just, yeah. yeah <laughs> the the spark notes. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, but then, but here's the thing with anxiety, though, is, like, it's worry, right? And it's future-looking as opposed to past-looking. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, though, I was worried about getting laid off of my job. And uh, my dad is really great for this. He, he, he was like, you know, if you're worried about it, you're, you're going to be, you're going to hit yourself when it actually happens too. Yeah. So you're just like kicking yourself in the teeth beforehand twice. You know, now you're doing no, it exactly. beforehand you yeah. do it, you're going to do it again. Like when it actually happens. So it's like, yeah, the thing about anxiety is that it's you picturing worst case scenario and prepping for it. But like when it happens, it happens and mm-hmm. then you'll just have to deal with it then. Exactly. And you'll deal with it in the moment. There's nothing that all that torture is going to do for you yeah so i think it comes with like controlling the emotions involved in the situation because again there is a point where looking forward and preparing for the worst is going to be a good thing for you right but when you have the emotion of fear or you know like anxiety or something like that that's controlling the prep for it then again it's just you're you're torturing yourself twice exactly i see that yeah so it's like getting back into it it's like you could you could prepare for it but have a good time preparing for it yeah like, well, this is gonna be like this is gonna suck but yeah. let's get through it i'm gonna get shit ready fuck off have a couple of drinks man. yeah exactly <laughs> have a couple of drinks but then get angry oh, that's only happened a few times does that happen every time for you hangovers yeah it'll happen you're 23 you're young it'll that's eventually what hangovers become it's just crippling anxiety really Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's fun. Fun fact for you. Fun fact is that they all become they just, that? Well, I don't know. That's just me personally. <laughs> yeah. I, used to be more, I don't know if it's always yeah. like that. It used to be a lot more physical, whereas like you wake up, your head's pounding. You're yeah. Like, but also there was like a time when you're young, getting drunk with friends, you wake up in the morning, like, yo, last night was crazy. Remember yeah. when this happened? Remember this happened? Then you reach a certain age where it's like, you don't want to be that guy that takes his shirt off in a bar. You know? <laughs> the guy that's like, <laughs> like stealing shit from play. Like, you don't want to be that person anymore. You grow right. up a little bit. And so it's like, yeah, need to dial it back. But that's another thing I've been working on. I've been trying to moderate more. Obviously you saw me last night, so I'm not crushing it, but. I mean, you were. I mean, you could tell you're just having a good time. Like, exactly. You let me That's have some like, of your shepherd's pie. Hell happy yeah, about dude. That, dude. That's the thing. Like, it's like I when I drink now, I try to just maintain a good attitude and have a good time. You know, yeah. it's not like I don't want to be like a mean, nasty drunk or anything like that. Like, yeah. I've definitely had phases in my life when I was doing that, 
But I think a lot of that came from just kind of feeling unfulfilled with where I was in life and knowing there was more I wanted to do and I just wasn't doing it. So yeah. now, like, I'm happy, like, you know, doing stand-up, getting booked on a show here and there, you know, being on your podcast, small things mm-hmm. like that. It's like, fuck yeah, dude. Like, this is what I wanted to do and now I'm doing it. So yeah. I got to try to be happy about some things and then you're going to fuck up every now and then and drink too much and embarrass yourself, but... Yeah. Well, it's, I mean, and that's what, again, on Saturday, I was having the whole thing. And it was like, I was just like in my house alone and like letting myself, like these memories kind of affect my mood and like get really like upset or like anxious. And it's Mm -hmm. just like, I am in Philadelphia, you know, in 2022. We've got technology. I've got AC in here. I can drink as much water as I want to drink. I love water. Getting hype about water. I love water so much. You know what I mean? But I'm doing stand, like you said, I'm doing stand up. -up. I'm meeting new people. I'm doing hobbies, working out. You know, doing the things that it's like what. What do I have really to be upset about? You know, exactly. what I mean? I've got a decent job. You know, it's like fuck yeah, man. Yeah, it's like what really? Is it? Again, I mean, there's always always these potential scenarios. Oh, you lose your job or you get hurt. You know, so you lose your have, job, then hopefully you get another one. Yeah, right. Like, again, it's like you can always know yourself well enough to that hopefully you'll bounce back. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so it's just like why right now am I letting? <laughs> I got just just have a good time right yeah. now until shit hits the fuck fan. yeah, dude. That's like. You know, I got all my fingers, toes, arms, legs. Yeah. You know, like I can still walk. That's yeah. my biggest thing. Like, yeah, I was like, amputee, I'm sorry, bro. <laughs> I feel for you. Yeah, dude. <laughs> it's a good way to lose weight, though. What, being an amputee? <laughs> lose a leg. Jesus Christ, Marty, Marty. <laughs> oh, my God. It's true, though. <laughs> they weigh a lot. They do weigh a lot. No, yeah, I was saying, you just knock that off, you got your dream weight. Yeah, weight Watchers, you yeah. skip like four, you get like yeah. <laughs> the little gold keys and everything. Oh. Might make working out a little harder though, but yeah. may go. make it easier to do pull-ups though. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. <laughs> That's, I killed him with that joke. Fucking yeah, dead, that man. one's going to the notebook. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, man. Well, I um, did you have anything else that you wanted to cover about? Like, oh no, any, I'm all chilling. You got any questions for me? Anything like that? I mean, dude, I think like I said, I I mean, it's really like we we both. I, do you see? This is a question for you. There you go. Do you see yourself ever being fully anxiety free? No. Never uh, ever. No. No. Well, yeah, I guess if I take a Xanax. <laughs> <laughs> or start drinking. Yeah. Oh, but you I'm don't think drinking. you'll ever eradicate it, dude. Oh, no. It's definitely going to be there. for. Like I said, I've had it my whole life. And I just never had a name for it until I was 19. And then, like... And then even when I go to, like... Whenever I go into therapy and I have to do, like, the intake session again, I just kind of start explaining it to... You see their hair below back. Like, oh, fuck, you're anxious. I'm like, yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They say my first rodeo. <laughs> like, yeah. you just start opening up a little bit to people like oh okay you yeah. take medication right <laughs> yeah. yeah but like, like but like coping with it is uh, different so i mean that's yeah. what i'm saying is like do you feel yourself at least getting comfortable honestly with it like point? if i could control if i had a better grasp on drinking or didn't drink because drinking causes a lot of the anxiety it's like there's an old simpsons joke where it's like it's like beer the cause and solution to all of my problems yeah right? <laughs> it's like literally if i could kind of control it a little bit because the beauty about drinking is that it takes away your anxiety for a little bit gives you like a reprieve but then you do the things that your anxiety tells you not to do like you talk too loud right you say things that might hurt people you make jokes that you typically wouldn't make you know Mm -hmm. you talk loud in the back of comedy shows and have people you respect have to shush you you know like little things that are just like oh why the fuck did i do that why did i do that yeah so if i could control that a little bit and just be a good 
drunk, yeah. then maybe, or if maybe I just quit drinking maybe altogether. Maybe just don't drink, yeah. 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 <laughs> maybe do that as well. That's another thing. Yeah. Easier said than done. Yeah, but for sure. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But yeah, so like maybe like there are definitely things I could do to be better. If I had a better diet, you know, if mm-hmm. I didn't stay out till fucking midnight Three, or yeah. one in the morning yeah. every weeknight, yeah, like <laughs> seven for work. If I slept more, yeah. But yeah, that's part of the lifestyle, you know. What but I mean? also, yeah, I fucking love just yeah. doing comedy. So. Yeah, so I mean, you you know, you get the take of the give, you know. Yeah, yeah. a little yeah. bit of give, a little bit of take. Bit, all right, yeah. So I mean, that's just like. I think that's the goal for anybody with like mental issues. You yeah. know what I mean? Is like, is there is there a light at the end of the tunnel? It's there. You just gotta learn how to live with it because you're never gonna not live with it. You know, right. it's like almost like being an amputee in a way. You're not gonna get your leg back. Right. You know, you're just you gotta figure out how to adapt to living with one leg. You're comparing. <laughs> <laughs> that's my struggle, folks. <laughs> Yeah, it's basically like Steve. It's like I'm basically a quadriplegic in my brain. Yeah, that's that's how it is. Holy shit! <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I'm I'm glad that I don't know. It seems like you at least now, like I said, have some self awareness about it. You've got like at least a goal in mind if you want it, like on the path towards yeah. controlling. Well, that's it the biggest thing more. is learning from it, and I, I just every day as you go, you're gonna learn more about yourself and learn more about how to live and deal with it and cope. So as long as you're just actively learn, that's that's my biggest thing too. Is I just always want to keep learning. Mm-hmm. That's the whole point of life, right? You right. just keep keep learning. Every day is gonna face you with new experiences and stuff. When you stop learning, you kind of stop. Ah, oh, I almost said when you stop learning, you stop living. But Jesus Christ, that's yeah. so cliche. Yeah, uh, I nah. have to punch my own self in the face <laughs> for that. Do you one. have that hanging up in your yeah, kitchen? Dude, that's oh, yeah, you look at that every day. Go home and smack my head against some <laughs> some brick. Yeah. Your mom would be so proud. Yeah, it's in that, right next to my live, laugh, love yeah. side. Yeah. It's like, when you stop learning, you stop living. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it is kind of true. It's part of grow, growing. Yeah. If you stop growing, then you just become sed- sediment. And if you're not going out and trying new shit, like, what's, there's that thing. It's like you should, every day you should try to do one thing that makes you uncomfortable. Yeah. Right? If you're not getting nervous about things, then what are you fucking doing? You're yeah. just doing the same shit. That's boring. True. You know, it's like the Very people true. that just go home and watch the same episodes of The Office every day. You do it because you know it, right? Yeah. That's an anxiety thing. You do it because you know how it's going to end. It's comfortable. It makes you feel good. It's mm-hmm. easy, but it's like you're not pushing You need that sometimes, right? You do. You do. You need comfort hey, sometimes. Hey, man, I'm all for just crushing 12 beers and watching a movie I've seen a million times yeah. and not thinking about anything. Right. I love that. But if you're doing that every night, it's, gonna, it's not good. It's a detriment yeah. to you. But yeah, do it on a Friday, Saturday. Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, definitely, man. All right, well, um, uh, thanks for coming thanks for out. Yeah, you, definitely share this out here. Fuck yeah! All right. New studio. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Instagram, anything like that? Um, I'm on Instagram. If you know me, follow me. Josh under Josh underscore Josh underscore Marty M A R T I underscore underscore. But yeah, no, nothing really. Plug. Um, coming to JJ Mallon's on Mondays. Coming to the 700 on Wednesdays. Cool. Open mics, but yeah. Nice. Fuck yeah. All right, dude. Cool. Thank you, boss. <laughs> Okay, now that Josh has gone back and listened, uh, Josh, I just want to let you know you crushed it. Nothing to be anxious about. <laughs> There's nothing weird. Any, any small details in this, you know, nothing to be weird about. You're good, man. This was a fun podcast. Thank you for coming out. It was a good time. I'm going to do some meditation exercises, sweat your demons out, and, and live your life, dude. Um, thanks again for coming out here. We will appreciate it. I appreciate everybody for listening. I love you. Thank you. Amen. Okay. Bye.
Uh, boo.